The devil came after Jesus. Lord knows he's going to come after me. You're looking for God? I'll tell you how God usually shows up. It ain't when the skies open up. It ain't when the church doors open up. God shows up in ordinary people. In ordinary ways. Two verses from Luke 2, verses 51 and 52. We need to look at... uh the Virgin Mary, you may call her the Virgin Mary, uh, you may call her uh, Mother Mary, uh, you may call her the Mother of Jesus, depending on where you come from, what your background is. Uh, but we need to look at uh, Mary, who has some very important things to say to us on this day. Uh, Mary, who responded yes when the angel said, it's time for you to be a mother, as a young girl probably. Mary, who celebrated in the life of Jesus. Mary, who rejoiced in the life of Jesus. Mary, who raised who taught uh, Jesus, Mary who on at least one occasion we know of had to correct Jesus, and Mary who released Jesus when the time to leave home had come. All of those things and more what we see in Mary, probably one of the greatest examples of female spirituality that you'll find in the New Testament or in the whole Bible. So it's not Christmas time, but it is a nice time on Mother's Day to look at uh, Mary and what she may have to say to us. Two or three important things. Uh, These two verses, which I'll paraphrase for us. They're up there on the screen, I believe. Uh, Luke 2, 51 and 52, which tell us that Jesus came with them, went home with them, and stayed with them. But Mary pondered all the things that had happened and were happening, held them in her heart and pondered them. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Luke 2.52, which you may have learned. Uh, It's a nice verse to learn when you're doing Bible memory. Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature. And if Jesus increased in wisdom and stature, how much more do I need to increase in wisdom? Uh, And in favor with God and man. It happens, though. It happens at funerals. It happens at holiday times. Uh, happens at graduations. It happens at all these different times which are supposed to be very significant times in life. Uh, And unfortunately for a lot of us, maybe they're not the happiest times in the world Uh, because the plain truth is some of us did, yes, have, bless God, did have mothers that we could call godly. But the plain truth is some of us do not have our mothers with us on this day. And the even harder truth is that some of us did not have mothers uh, that we remember with a great deal of fondness. But the truth also is that, and I believe this not so much from experience when it comes to my mother, but in other ways. Uh, The truth is that there uh, is grace that is offered, and so there are people who may not have the name mother, but who acted as a mother, or who showed us motherly love along the way, or who filled in some of the gaps. That's the thing, that there are gaps in all of our lives. And no uh, amount of preacher talk or any kind of talk will change that. The way world, the life really is and the way we are and the way life is. Do you think Mary was perfect preacher? Nope. No more than you and I were perfect. Uh, is she an example to us? You bet. And here are three things Mary has to say to us about life and about Mother's Day and about love. And the first thing Mary has to say is that no one is completely ready when life throws you a curveball. But a learning and a teachable spirit will take you a long way. I think most mothers in this room would probably say that I was not completely ready to be a mother. And those who do will probably tell you other stories as well. But you could say that I was at least ready to begin to learn what it means to be a mother, what it means to be a father, what it means to be a child. I was not an accident. They knew I was coming. 
but it would be a joke for me to say mom was ready to deal with everything she had to deal with that she had to deal with as I was coming along. Uh, I do know that my grandmother spent a lot of time with us after I was born, and I think that wasn't by accident. And mom has said that I had questions, and there were questions that needed to be answered, and my mother was there to help me along the way. And that's a nice message for Mother's Day as well. But there is no one, I think, that would affirm that I'm 100% ready to be a mother, I'm 100% ready to be a father, I'm 100% ready to be a graduate, I'm 100% ready to be anything that needs to be done in this life. But a teachable spirit, a teachable spirit will take you a long way. You say, I don't know how to be a mama, but I want to know how to be. Now, there are people, yes, who are more naturally gifted with a nurturing, mothering spirit than others. But most of us, when we have a spirit that says, I don't know, but I want to know, can begin to move from A to B. And so I believe what you see in Mary more than anything else is someone that says, as a very young girl, I may not be ready 100% to be a mother, but I'm ready to at least embrace as much as I can what it is that God has for me to do. And so that's what you see the first thing. And a mothering spirit is not just a mothering spirit for the one I have given birth to. And let me say that as well. Just the ability to carry a child to term does not make you a mother any more than fathering a child makes you a daddy. It does not. The one happens naturally, the other happens intentionally. And which is why I said that there are those of us who have had mothers and fathers. I'm one of them. I have had mothers all along the way when I was not at home and all along the way who have helped me and shown me the things that I needed to be shown. So it is a long distance between someone who is fathering a child and someone says, I want to be a daddy, or someone who carries a child and someone who says, now I want to begin to learn what it means to be a mother in fact, to be there, to nurture, to help, and yes, to learn right along with my child. But it's not just those who are really of a mothering spirit are not just those who mother their own, but those who mother others as well. We had lunch with a buddy of mine from years and years ago, and he told us, he said, we went over to your house when we were in second grade, and we sat down at the table, and your mom got drawing paper out, and she said, what would you like for me to draw? And he said, uh, I, uh, Batman maybe. And my mother sat there and drew Batman for him, and he went home, and he said, look at this. And she's not even my mom. And look, and now here we are, 50 years older or greater. And he says, I remember years ago when your mom took out drawing paper and what? And drew me. Ready to learn. Ready to become what it is that I need to become. The second thing that Mary shows us is how important it is for all of us to rejoice in the gift of life and all the gifts that are a part of what it means to be life what it means to be alive, what it means to be kicking. Mary rejoiced in Jesus' life. And you and I need to learn what it means more than anything else, all of us brothers and sisters, to live on the life side of life as opposed to the death side of life. If you and I are waiting for heaven, if we are waiting for heaven for eternal life to begin, we are waiting far too long because eternal life begins here because this is where life is. And if I believe anything about Jesus, if I believe anything about the Holy Family, and if I believe anything about the Gospel, it is that the person who waits until heaven for life to begin will probably be disappointed when they get to heaven. I laugh sometimes when I think about it and someone gets to heaven and looks at Jesus and said, is this all there is? Now, do I think that's all there is to heaven? No, of course not. Do you believe that there is a place 
where the sun never sets because the sun never rises? You bet. Do I believe that there is a place where all the pain and all the sadness and all the tears may finally be understood? You betcha I do. Do I understand everything that means? No, sir, no, ma'am, I do not. But you and I do not need to wait to celebrate life until we get to heaven somewhere. The world is so full of a number of things, I'm sure we should all be as happy as kings. It's why this preacher is pro-life. Not to gain political points. I am pro-life, and I will say it and I will get off it. I am pro-life simply because I believe the gift of life trumps the gift of choice. Because if you didn't have the gift of life, you wouldn't have the gift of choice. What are you saying? I'm saying several things. Number one, let's get off the judgment trip. Let's get off the righteous signaling trip. You know about this? Righteous signaling, you know what this is? You set things up so you seem more pious than the other person. Let's get off the judgment. Let's get off the manipulation. Let's get off the righteous signaling and learn what it means to love broken people, all of us. The second thing I think needs to happen is someone needs to figure out how it can become easier to adopt a child in this country than to knock off a liquor store. Do you know that it is probably still to this day easier to go over to Russia or China and adopt a child than it is to adopt a child in this country? Do you know how many people want to adopt and they give up trying because the system is so broke? Yeah, I'm pro-life. In every sense of the word, and those who call ourselves pro-life ought to be pro-education and pro-a bunch of stuff that goes into making a life what it is. Because birth, brothers and sisters, is not life. It is the beginning. But life is what happens every step of the way. And so Mary shows us what it means to rejoice in life. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Rejoice because there was someone there to show me a mother's love. Rejoice when there was someone to help when I had fallen. Rejoice when there was someone to lift me up when I had fallen. You ought to rejoice in life, the gifts of life, the glories of life. Walt Whitman said, there is glory in one blade of grass. That's why he wrote a book called Leaves of Grass. The last thing Mary shows us is the importance of releasing, of releasing Because Mary did have to release Jesus. She had to let him go. And she knew in some way where he was going. And it is what love does for each of us. It does not smother us. It mothers us. So that you and I can grow up and become everything that it is that we need to be. If you want to know in this one poor preacher's humble opinion what makes a mother more than anything else, it is the one who prepares me, who prepares you to be a full-blooded, grown-up, spiritual, serving person in this world. And whoever you have in your life that is doing that business, I don't care what he looks like, what she looks like, they are doing the greatest work, I believe, in my humble opinion, of what a mother ought to do to get you ready to say, now I am ready to what? To take the next step. You go as far as you can until you find out where the line is where you don't have to go any further. And when you get to that line, you do not go an inch further. That is what my blessed mother told me as an underachieving, less than committed boy and teen. 
And it is probably, if I have to bottom line it, it is probably the one thing that she taught me more than any other that I will carry with me through the rest of my life. That life does not go to the smart aleck. It does not go to the rich. It does not go to the powerful. But it goes to the diligent dreamer who is willing to say, now I see who I am, but I also see who I can be. Am I giving you a graduation speech? Well, maybe. Because I may never get a chance to do it. A mother and a mother's spirit in God's name is someone who says, this is where you are, this is where you can go, and bless God, it is what the eternal spirit of God is all about. As a mother comforts her children, so will I comfort you. Even though others forget, I will never forget. Behold, you are written on the palms of my hands. As a mother with her child, so am I, says the eternal spirit with you. That spirit which releases all of us into our destiny, is a mothering spirit. And you ain't got a picture of God until you see it. Because it was God Almighty in spirit who was hovering over the mess of the universe in the very first part of Genesis like a mother hen and brought forth new life. The mothering spirit is, yes, one that embraces, one that rejoices, but more than anything allows us to go our way that releases us into our own destiny. And man alive, that's enough to celebrate for anybody in this room. We give thanks for our mothers. We give thanks for our mothers in spirit. (laughs) We give thanks for our mothers in school. We give thanks for our mothers in church. We give thanks to our mothers who showed up and we don't even know where they came from. We give thanks for our fathers who do mothering because they've got to. We, yeah, because they gotta. Our fathers who do mothering because they gotta. And all of the other stuff in this crazy, mixed up, beautiful universe. We give thanks for the Spirit. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom. Let it be. God, let it be for us that we may find ourselves motivated by a Spirit a mothering spirit that will show us a new and living way. It is in Jesus' name we pray and amen. God, we don't want to feel sorry for ourselves. Not self-pity, but self-empowerment and empowerment by others. Self-empowerment, let me correct that, by way of the Spirit. An empowerment of the self by those bodies, by those persons, by those people in our lives who legitimately want to help us. Can't go back and change the past. Certainly cannot change the
Thanks for tuning in to A Quick Word, brought to you by Ebenezer United Methodist Church. If you'd like to join us in person, Sunday worship is at 9, Sunday school at 10, Sunday evening Bible study at 4. Our youth group meets at 5.30 on Wednesday evenings. Come and check us out. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.